Welcome to the Superpowers for Good Show. I am so excited to have with us today. Our guest is Emmanuel Trinity. He is the uh, founder of Era 92 Creative. He calls himself the Chief Jobs Creator. Uh, jobs Creator. And what he's doing is he's built uh, an enterprise doing amazing graphic design affordably uh, for companies around the world using employees, many of whom have come out of the slums in Uganda, uh, where he himself has roots. So uh, join me in welcoming uh, Emmanuel Trinity to the show today. Emmanuel, welcome. We're, yes. we're, we're thrilled to have you here. It's good thank to be here. Thank you for making time. Thank oh, you thank for you making too. time. Uh, we're excited to, to, for this conversation because of the uh, uh, inspiring work you're doing. Um, but it, it seemed to me when I heard about what you're doing, I was thinking, well, this is kind of like Fiverr, Upwork, but you've got something much more sophisticated going on. You're really creating ongoing tools, uh, it, sort of an outsourced creative department for small yeah. and medium-sized, even large businesses. Tell us about the work that you're doing. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, we term it what we call ethical creative outsourcing. And uh, the idea is that people have been able to uh, source ethical goods, you know, from artisans around the world, but they have not really given an eye and ear of where they are graphic designing is coming from. And so that's why we came up with a term called ethical creative outsourcing. So what we basically do, we, you know, pick up young people from the slums um, across, you know, Uganda, uh, give them the right skills, you know, for one year. And then as we level them up to be world-class designers, web developers, and then we go on to serve clients in the United States. But we also knew that we really wanted to serve clients that also have a need, so non-profits, that are starting up that don't have enough money to hire uh, an entire creative department. Those are our clients because we want to help them have an entire suite of web developer designers at a fraction flat rate price. And so that's how the company, um, you know, that's what we do basically at Era 92. But it has a background story because I myself, at the age of nine, I was on the streets. And so when I was rescued um, from the streets, um, one of the ladies that rescued me asked me one thing, that's what's one thing that I can give you that you never go back on the streets? And uh, I told her, if you give me a computer, I'll never go back on the streets. So I used that computer to train myself. And um, six years later, I was picked up by a Coca-Cola, uh, you know, talent manager, given an opportunity. I left the slums. And when I left, you know, uh, you know, having met, you know, God and, uh, transformed, I went back and I started developing a strong sense of responsibility to actually go back and act on things that I've grown up seeing. And the main thing was uh, youth unemployment. And I realized that there is brilliance uh, that is equally distributed in the slums, but there's no opportunity. And so we, we came and started this enterprise to bring opportunities to young people in, uh, in the slums, but also to bring talent ready for companies in the US and elsewhere in the world. So to date, we've created uh, we've created at least eighteen hundred skill jobs for young people. Wow, uh, that, that really is a big deal. That is a huge deal uh, to to create eighteen hundred good jobs in in Uganda. Most it, mostly in Kampala. Are those yeah, kids so coming from Kampala? Yeah, right now yeah. we have two centers in Kampala. Yes, 
Yeah. And I, I have visited Kampala and it is a beautiful city, but uh, there are challenges there uh, uh, as well. And so it's great to see you doing the work that you are and creating the opportunities. And, and it, it really is an amazing win-win, right? Because you're creating a program that's so affordable for companies and even substantial nonprofits to, to be able to afford for $2,000 a month, they can get a, a really basically a creative design department you get it uh, you know at their resource you know at the ready all the time you know one day two two days same day turnarounds i mean it's it's really quite a program you've put together quality outputs and at the same time you are changing lives in permanent profound ways um how did you come up with this transition from I'm a designer to becoming a social entrepreneur changing the world? How did that transition happen? I think it was a desire to really help uh, young people. So this is this is this was the switch that uh, I looked around in my community and uh, I realized that there was a dying need for change. And remember during this time when I was studying this, there were so many non-profits. But and I myself I was on the streets. And I realized that so many things weren't changing by you know, us only giving us food. We had to do something more than just giving someone clothing uh, or food, but then they stay on the street. So at the age of 19, I came across a book called uh, How to Build Such a Business by Muhammad Yunus. And this is a well-known social entrepreneur who actually invented something about social business. And so I realized that if we can connect, you know, a business to a social problem. I think that was the best way to help young people. And one of the things that we have actually achieved by that is giving young people the dignity to own their future and their careers. So we do not predict that, but we just give them the tools and then they become these uh, global citizens. So many of our young people are able to work with companies in the US, UK, and all over the world. Something that would never, they would have never you know, even dream of. And so to me, I think Muhammad Yunis, and, uh, uh, and the desire for me to create a change in my community really led me to become a social entrepreneur. Yeah, that, that, that is really a, a wonderful story. I mean, he, he would be thrilled. Maybe you've met him and talked to him about this, but, but he would be thrilled to hear this story. Uh, yeah. I, I have a few connections to him. I've tried to get him on the show a couple of times, and I've never been successful in getting him on the show. Uh, but he's uh, obviously a, a Nobel Peace Prize winner who uh, has changed the world with his uh, innovation around using business to address poverty, especially. And and it works remarkably well, remarkably well. Uh, and who'd have thought, right? Uh, if you look back in time, uh, a lot of people would have said that only nonprofits can address poverty because low-income people don't have don't have money, so you can't make yeah. a profit. And yet, here you are proving that there are models that are world-changing um, and very successful as a business doing things that a nonprofit really cannot do. So, kudos to you. Kudos to you. And we have. Um, um, and we have this saying at uh, at uh, era 92 that uh, you know without profit there's no impact and uh it has been true to us and we try to keep it like um we're here to make a profit and be a real business but at the same time 
be able to have lasting social impact in, within the community. Yeah, that's a great point. It's a great point. The the uh, it's tempting sometimes, even for uh, investors, to think about uh, social entrepreneurship as something we support with uh, something more approaching a grant than uh, an investment. Uh, but when we invest uh, with an eye toward getting our money back, it forces a discipline to look for companies that will make a profit. And the mm -hmm. companies that make a profit will uh, are the ones that can have an impact. If you go, if you don't have a profit, you go out of business and you have no impact. So exactly. that's a really a, a profound point, important to to reiterate. Um, I wonder if you would just take a minute here and, and tell us about uh, an example or two of some of the young people who you have been able to help them make a transition. Uh, can you mm. give us an example or two, uh, a story or two to illustrate your work? Wow, I didn't know you were going to bring this up, but that's that's really you know dear to me. Um, there are a lot of young people, you know. When I say 1,800 young people, someone might think that, oh, well, maybe those are statistics. Actually, these are real young people that have been transformed. But one of them definitely is the first one that I first worked with, and that was Megan. Her name is called Megan. And um, the way I met Megan is a very, very interesting story. So this is when I had quit my job from Coca-Cola after six months, and everyone called me crazy. So I went back to the slums, and it was a Friday, and there was a, a, a crusade at the church, and we had this overnight. And this girl came to me, and she was at the value of selling her body. She had given up on life uh, because her dad, who was taking care of six siblings, you know, fell off a building and broke his spinal cord. And so now this girl was stuck with a bedridden sick dad and also had to find food for other five siblings. What happened to, to her in the community where she grew up, you know, lots of poverty, no hope. Everyone told her, you know what? The only quick way to get, you know, $1, $2 a day is to sell your body to provide for your family. And so this girl came to me to ask for advice. And I told her, you know what? You are very, you know, you in, in you in church, and as Christians, we don't believe in that. And so, you know what? I won't allow you to do that. But what we're gonna do? Please join me in this program that I'm studying. I'm studying with, you know, three people. If you bring two other people, I'd love to work with you. I'd love to pay you for one two months. And if you get these things, I'll be able to get you a job. I was just guessing. This was a guesswork. <laughs> I didn't really figure out this model. So. Uh, Megan accepted and she brought other two friends and I brought one other friend of mine called, you know, a wise man and we started a class. So surprisingly, after four months with my guidance, this girl was able to design a website on her own. She was able to do a website in Drupal and WordPress. And I was like, this is it. And so Megan became my first employee. But, you know, just like that, this girl was able to get things faster than I faster than I, than I did because she was able to get a guide that guided her through everything and everything and every mistake that I made. And so when that happened, now after five, six years, Megan is still with us, leading a department of five other young people. She's been able to transform her family. She's sponsoring two of her siblings through school. And she's been able to start a, a, a poultry farm with her dad that is taking care of the family. And that's one impact that's the impact one job can do in a family here in Africa. 
Yeah, it is amazing that the transformative impact of a job. Uh, yes. And it's something that a, a donation, uh, giving someone food, giving someone clothes can't match. Uh, yeah. So it really is profoundly important. And I'm, I'm grateful to see you thriving in this environment. Um, well, listen, everybody, we, we're here with uh, Emmanuel Trinity. And Emmanuel is the uh, the founder and, and head of ERA 92 Creative. It's a uh, a social enterprise that provides graphic design for companies in the United States and elsewhere um, using uh, designers, many of whom have come from slums in Kampala and Uganda. This is an amazing story. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk to Emmanuel about his superpower. So stick around. Don't miss this show. Don't miss the opportunity to hear from crowdfunding luminary Sherwood Neese of Crowdfund Capital Advisors at the next Super Crowd Hour webinar on October 18th at 1 Eastern. Woody will share the implications of reaching the $2 billion funding milestone in the regulation crowdfunding market. Register today at thesupercrowd.com. Want to learn from the world's great changemakers? Find your superpower. Subscribe to the Superpowers for Good newsletter at superpowersforgood.com. Make your strengths into superpowers that will change the world. Join the super crowd today. Superpowers number four, good.com. Hi, I'm Julianne Meyer, the host of Own Your Wellness, and you can watch my show on Mondays and Thursdays from 4 to 5 p.m. Pacific on Achieve TV right here on E360 TV. Remember, there's more to health and wellness than broccoli and burpees. Welcome back, everyone. We're excited to have today with us uh, Emmanuel Trinity. He is the head of ERA 92 Creative. He calls himself the chief jobs creator, and that's what he's all about. Uh, uh, we're going to be talking to uh Emmanuel now about his superpower. So stick stick with us now. Uh, Emmanuel, um, you have really accomplished extraordinary things. Uh, working your way out of the slums of, of uh, Kampala uh, to a job at uh, Coca-Cola, leaving that behind, leaving that behind to launch a social enterprise that is now thriving with uh, hundreds of of contractors who are doing amazing work, who like you follow that same trajectory. I mean, this is an amazing story. You've done amazing, amazing things. What is your superpower? Wow, uh, that's a deep question. Um, but I think my superpower is very, very simple. Uh, is that uh, <clears throat> first of all, you know, uh, when I accepted good in my life, that was the very first thing. But Besides all of that, one of the things that happened is that I was able to say yes and leave everything behind. And there's nothing I can say beyond that. Many of us, God, God has given us so many things in our lives. He has given us so many gifts in our lives. But remember, we really take long to say yes to these things. Even if it's known that, we have so many inner voices in our lives. We have so many things that... Uh, we believe that we can do, but we don't do them until later. So one thing that I can say that really made all these things happen is that I said the yes to that inner voice, to that inner calling that 
I should go back and help my, my, my fellow friends. And I believe each one of us, God has given us this gift or this desire to make our environment, our communities better. And if you can tap into that, I believe all of us can be, you know, superheroes and uh, be able to do super good. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love that. You, well, you are doing super good. Uh, yes. You, you are, to many people, a superhero. Um, I want to really try to understand better this superpower and ability to say yes. And I, I, I think I don't want to I don't want to limit or box in your your superpower. But I think part of what you're you're saying is is saying yes to that inner voice. Maybe it's yep. maybe it's that inner divinity that some sort of uh, divine spark. But but whatever it is, you're saying you're listening to it and heeding it, and that is a superpower. Can uh, you you kind of suggested? Correct me if I'm wrong. I think you've suggested that that uh, era ninety two is a manifestation of this superpower. Uh, yeah. Can you think of another? Can you think of another specific example that would help illustrate how you employ this ability to to listen to that inner voice and take action and say yes? Yeah, I think. Hmm, that's a good one. I think the the ability to act on it is also different from the, having it executing around your superpower. So one of the things that really hinder us is the failure to jump off the cliff. And so many times, if you don't have the wings to fly, then what are you gonna be depending on? And so for me, in my case, I would be honest, I had God in my life. And I know that he's the one that rescued, rescued me from the streets. He's the one that rescued me from the danger that I've grown up. And me personally, I do not have anything that can back that up. I knew that all my story was covered by Jesus in my life. And so when that happened, I tell you, you know what? If he brought me from the slums, if he's given me this inner voice, and one of the verses that I really stick with in, in the Bible is called First Peter chapter 4, verse 10, that as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another, as good stewards of God's very grace. So I knew that I already received a lot of gifts from God. And so for me to fly off the cliff with no wings, I knew that I had God in my life that would still look around even if I lost this job that was paying me a lot of money. Yeah. That's it. You know, that, that really is a, a helpful explanation. And it, it takes so much courage in life to, to make hard decisions. But if you really believed that uh, that inner voice is divine, and yes. that God's going to help you do, uh, is going to help you fulfill that uh, inner voice, the the, the 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 guidance you're getting there. If you really believe he's on your side, then, then you could do anything, couldn't you? Exactly. You got it. <laughs> uh, well, that's wonderful. Now, I think there are um, a lot of people who are listening to this that have, uh, you know, there are some for whom they, they're going to 
resonate with it. And they're going to say, oh, yes, of course. That's exactly true. It's how I feel. I know that mm. inside my own heart, right? There are others mm. who are going to be saying, oh, I used to feel that way. Or mm. uh, I know people who feel that way, but I don't feel that way. What, what, what would you say to them? Is there, do you have uh, an invitation, a message for them? Uh, in a way, I'm, I'm reluctant to make this into a Sunday school class, but at the same time, uh, yeah. this is your wisdom. This is your, this is your story. I don't want to deprive you of the opportunity to tell us how does, how does that work? Mm -hmm. I think I will loop this back to what you call it a superpower. You know, it's, I know I've never used that in my life. So I like the fact that you're having that. It's, it's empowering to know, to relate it as a superpower. But I will, I will say this, that uh, whoever that is listening in and by any chance in their communities, in their families, in their workspace, they have felt that there is something that they're not comfortable with and they would wish to change it. That's their superpower. That's their calling. And the only thing they need to do is to act upon it and make it a reality. And so if you're watching this, I know there is a time in your life whereby you felt there was something that has to be changing in my community. And that's you. And that's you. And you're the one to champion that change in that community. So that's all for me. Oh, that's great. That's great. Well, uh, Emmanuel, Let's wrap up here with a little bit of discussion around uh, becoming a client. Most of my audience is much more likely to be a client for you than to be an employee. Uh, mm -hmm. So let's talk to, let's talk to that audience uh, as potential clients for a minute. Uh, tell them how they can learn more about the program. Give them just a little a teaser, a little pitch on what on the program uh and how they can learn more and then um how they can connect with you if they're interested getting to the next step signing up thank you so much for that opportunity um i would start by this um we have become a conscious generation we are really conscious about where we source our food where we source our clothing you know is this company sustainable where we source our energy and with that for me it's a question have you ever thought about where you get your marketing needs or your creative work being done? If it's fiber, have you ever, you know, been curious about where does this all come from? And to me, I know many people really think about India. Many people think about Philippines. But I always ask a question, why haven't they thought about Africa? And when you look at the demographics, Africa is way up there right now in terms of development. Over 1.4 billion people and a population of about 400 million young people to date that are aged between 15 and 25. And what does that mean? We have a workforce that is ready to work, but there are not enough opportunities. Could your company be one of those companies that could really think about um, and break the norm and think about Africa as a source of talent? And so today could be your opportunity to really come and work with us here at Terra 92 because we are definitely doing exactly that. We are getting young people off the streets, in the slums, in the trenches, giving them really amazing skills and talents in design, website development, graphic designing. And then we just connect them right to you to be helping you on an ongoing basis with your creative needs. And so if you're a company 
and you're definitely thinking about, okay, we need marketing, we need bloggers, we need posters, I need my newsletters being sent out every month. We are a company that can help you do that. And beyond that, you'll be creating meaningful jobs, meaningful gigs in Africa. So the way to engage with us is mainly simple. If you go to you know, www.era92creative.com, you'll be able to see a lot of uh, ways that you can engage with us. You can decide to engage with us on a monthly basis where we are providing monthly resources or you can just decide to do one-off projects with us. And so that's pretty much it. Well, that is, that's fantastic. Uh, I really appreciate you taking a minute to share that. And, and uh, we are grateful for all that you're doing. And we want to wish you every conceivable success. The work you're doing is so vitally important and so good. Uh, we want to see you succeed and hope we can have you back in, in five years to hear great stories of incredible scale. Thank you so much for having me, uh, Devin. It's really a pleasure. Thank you so much for accepting to help us on your call. That was like a surprise and you were so open to it. So God bless you. All righty. Let's do some. Yeah.